0: Welcome back everybody thank you for tuning in to another week of who do you like here you've got your favorite handicappers back in the studio this week you got joey c note you got beamer you've got the kid joey stats will be back next week we've got a great episode coming at you guys here this week um, a lot to unpack we had that great belmont card on saturday a lot of action that happened there some winners some losers we'll recap all that and then we're gonna go and take a trip back over to the Midwest and start handicapping that Arlington park card coming up this Saturday. How you guys doing this week?
1: Very good, very good. Very good. It was a great weekend.
0: Um
2: it's hot, hot here. <laughs> very hot. It's exceptionally hot. Yes. Extremely Other than hot. that, yeah, it was it was a good weekend. Yeah, it was a yeah.
0: great weekend. I mean, for racing wise too. I mean, I'm glad that the rain held off on Saturday for the Belmont card, which was nice as well.
2: Yeah, that was good to see. No change in weather was good positives. Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, listen to the podcast, and we we tweeted out some information last week. Did really good from a handicapping perspective uh, on the races that we talked about on the podcast, as well as the ones that we kind of tweeted out there as well. I think the, our worst race was probably the sixth race, which was a couple of bombs that came off the pace, uh, which was Casa Creed and Chewing Gum.
0: Yeah, if somebody had that one, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> we sure as hell didn't see them, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, we were talking about there was no no speed in that race no. whatsoever, and uh, there really wasn't. Bound to nowhere, to nope. go to the front, and uh, Sambaye was out there. It was going exactly as planned until the last, I think, 100 yards. Yeah. <laughs> we were sitting there, I think, like one, two, three.
0: Yeah, I mean, we were sitting pretty up until the last, you know. That yeah, that it was a hundred yards, you know, right? Yeah. It was like
2: Gregorian chant was there, Samba A was there, Bound for Nora was there, and then all of a sudden,
0: yeah, it got uh, Stormy. I thought was going to be close. Yeah, it got it Stormy close, was right there, just couldn't make the move. So yeah, I mean, we were all around it, but I mean, yeah. like I said, if you had that exacta, congratulations. That, you that was a, sick. Yeah, you had a I great mean, win. Yeah, good 20, job. Twenty three
2: sixty to win nineteen dollars <laughs> to place. So definitely a good payout. But then we followed it back up with the uh, the Latruska Bonnie South. She dares the devil. Yep, um, that was pretty much everything that we talked about on that as well so that was good to hit a couple of kind of tries
1: yeah hit a couple of tries uh I think Michaela teamed up with me we 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 took you know took, yeah, you guys took a couple yeah. i think
0: uh it was a great weekend overall i mean for me and my myself i think uh what eric said really actually held true as well you know it's like if you were sitting right up in the front there you really saw dividends on your uh, your your exotics.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, the only race that didn't really hold was up the to true was hit. the one we <laughs> didn't hit, which was the <laughs> and it was six. on
0: turf, so it's a little different. You know, and that is true. Turf is a little different. When it was on dirt, it seemed you know true to form as long as you're sitting pretty. You know, you're sitting up in the front. Yeah, and it's I was I was
2: really screaming in that tenth race for Eric <laughs> to hold on. Oh, I thought yeah, yeah. we all we were all pretty yeah,
0: we were all pretty excited, hoping that he'd hold on for that final stretch. But Uh,
2: called it out on the podcast, and I think I could see him too, like coming down the stretch. Like I think he was excited about how much horse he actually had left in the tank and domestic spending just got so much, so much ground though. Yeah, so fast. It
0: was a a terrific ride, and yeah, it kicked in the gear right when he needed it to. And you know, I mean, Flavian rode that horse to perfection.
2: and that that was our second try. Beamer Beamer with domestic spending, myself with the tripovan, and then you with Guffo.
0: Yep. So that yeah, was, it was right there. <laughs> give that was
2: the try. That was the try right there, and then um, you try to beat the favorite in the Belmont, and uh, it went according to how we talked about. It we said exactly speed would we... go, and speed would possibly be able to wire. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the horses that I had discussed <laughs> originally. So Rocky World never got the break. Never got out in front. I will give everything up to Hot Rod Charlie, who I predicted if it was a speed duel was going to oh. break down at the top of the stretch. Yeah, I just run. I could not believe the fractions that he ran right. at the quarter and a half and will still be able to battle as much as he did with essential quality, the the favorite in the race.
0: I think essential quality, I said it too on the podcast. I was like, yep. this is the one horse that we're actually overlooking. You know, we didn't give a, lo- a ton of look to him because of what we saw in the Derby. Um, but I think essential quality ran the race that everybody was expecting him to run in the Derby. You know, he yeah. ran in the Belmont he ran that race, how he should have run in Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, you know, it just, that's a great horse in the, Brad Cox has done a great job with that horse.
2: I'm not taking anything away from him. I, I just think that what we saw was a totally different race right. than Derby. I think I think I almost want to just put an asterisk next to that Derby for so many different reasons that it was such a merry go round race and uh, you always have the brakes and right. horses coming over and crashing down to the rail that cause, you know, horses that are trying to make moves early to not get in positions. There's so many things. You just you know, too too much going yeah. on.
0: I bet if he would have broke from maybe the the 10 hole instead of the 14. Know, the 14 he may have, Here we go again. may have had a shot but <laughs> Here we go i'm again. just saying
1: i'm just saying <laughs> i mean if somebody was going to predict hot, hot rod to go from start to finish the way that he did then he needs to be on the pod
0: oh yeah for sure like, i mean that, then, that was a great ride come
1: join us i yeah. mean you can't take away what he did in the
2: derby how he ran in that race considering everything and how, how it went right. by except i just didn't see him being able to go the mile and a half and especially when those fractions were out i was telling you guys like this is absolutely perfect right. for a setup for off the pace. Sure. It never transpired. I
0: wish you would have run in the Preakness. Yeah. Because I wonder what he would have done in the Preakness. I mean, a shorter distance, you know, and who knows?
2: I, I think the ownership and and the, and the connections made the right decision by doing the Kentucky Derby and then Belmont. I, I think it was better for him. I think he had just, the, just a phenomenal ride. I give more credit to Hot Rod Charlie. I can't say that we didn't like, we didn't talk about essential quality because I think there was one that we said, well, he was you have to put in your favorites. Yeah. You got to put know? them in your exotics. Yeah. I'm always trying to beat a favorite. I'm like beam. I don't like betting favorites unless I'm keying it in a horizontal bet in a pick five or a pick six. I can just say, well, this one's going to win because it's not going to pay shit for, you know, exotics or, you know, exactly. I mean, I tried and even
1: what's the sense of sitting down for, you know, how long it takes you to handicap to take a, you know
2: even seven
0: dollars on a seven dollar yeah, profit yeah, you know yeah, on a twenty dollar bet I'm a, like, what I'm, am i doing yeah
1: i would spend an hour to win seven dollars <laughs> and twenty cents on yeah. a try yeah you i know, just was was remember us, all my
0: time handicapping this race yeah, yeah my time, time is money time's, <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly <laughs> i just remember all of our faces when it came out that way we we're all like oh god that sucked yeah like chalky mm-hmm. chalky chalky yeah i was hoping that yeah. it'd be
0: bomb you know just bomb 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 and i would have been i would have been more i mean not that i wasn't excited for the race because i think it was a great race i thought hot rod charlie had it pretty much sealed up and then essential yeah. quality came back and then they battled for a little bit and then essential quality went on. But, you know, I thought, I think I would have been more excited if I would have saw like a Rombauer, known agenda, France day
2: going, yeah. to, you know, try something like I was so like that, disappointed you know? with, with known agendas run. I mean, felt like he was in position the whole way and just never really, I mean, nobody really got a shot.
1: Those two went out after
2: the uh, three quarters, no, and it was, they, they, were, they were just no, gone.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, to, to his defense, I mean, Hot Rod just made it. It wasn't even close. Hot Rod coming off from start to finish. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't yeah. even close.
0: It was just, a, it was a great ride. And yeah. I think that they did everything they could oh, to yeah. get Hot Rod the win. Hot Rod Charlie ran a great race. And I mean, you'll see even on Twitter, I saw a lot of it over the week already where they're saying that, you know, did Hot Rod Charlie have a better race? Even though he lost, did he ever? Did he run a better yeah, race? I saw that too. Quality? I agree.
2: I think he had a fantastic race for yeah. how he ran. Yeah. You, you can't discredit the horse that won, obviously, right. but if you're looking at How the race was ran from Hot Rod Charlie's perspective, the fractions that were run, the easiness that he was able to get the lead and maintain it and still have just a drug out, you know, knockout battle to the wire, which was pretty fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Overall, I think it was a great race. You know, it's the Belmont and, you know, just puts a, a stamp on this year's triple crown race. Right. You know. Yeah, Good way to end the year. Yeah, and that end. I, guess. I love,
1: I love how we it. handicap here. We only do you know handful of races. I think that's key to winning some money, though. If you think about it, spend your attention on four, five, six different races. If you're not, if you're betting every race on every card, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like
2: you really, you really should be selective on the races. Yeah, you know, and I think that goes back to what we just talked about a few minutes ago, which is looking at odds. Yeah, and if you're looking at a race and you go, the favorite really can't lose at you know eight to five, nine to five, uh, six to five, some, sure. somewhere in those ranges, where you go. Man, what's the exact they're gonna pay if I pick it? Okay, for a dollar it's gonna pay five, right? Um, so I gotta bet it for like ten or twenty dollars <laughs> to try to make any cash. The try is probably not gonna pay anything because I don't see any bonds right. coming behind it. Like if you handicap a race and you're only gonna be able to cash, you know, pennies on the dollar on your ROI, it's it's just a good race to score. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's why I mean I preach all the time. I only spend ten dollars per race, but like I don't spend ten dollars on a race where you have a three to five favorite. You know, it's, it's what's the point? You know, <laughs> well, because I, mean, I maybe, know if it's three to five, and then the next horse I like after that that I key in the second spot is going to be you know two to one. Yeah, you're right. not you're not winning any money. Yeah, you right. know. So, so, so if
2: you do bet that race, like if I bet a race like that, that I know this is the way it's going to come out. I probably shouldn't bet the race. If I do, I'm trying to beat the favorite, right? Right. I'm, try, I'm trying to actually go against what I'm handicapping, and it's just costing me money, right. Because I'm, I'm like not doing myself any justice. Regar- I, I'm handicapping one way, and I'm <laughs> betting another, sure, to try right. to make yeah. money. So it doesn't yeah. make sense.
0: Regardless, too, you're yeah. gonna throw that that favorite. You're at least gonna throw him in the second spot. You don't think he's gonna not hit the board nine times out of ten? Yeah, a so strong favorite. So yeah. even if you get a five to one that goes and actually wins the race, and then you get this three to five that comes in second, yeah. you know, you're still not looking at well. Jason that's where Turner. Mm-hmm. And you even on the exacta, it's probably going to be like eleven bucks. Maybe
1: do a win place show, and that's you exactly it. that's that's exactly yeah. you know. like if, if you're you an like action, a long show. I'm an actual junkie. You know, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm an action junkie. That's why I go on every. If I'm watching racing, I like to bet on every horse, or not every horse, every race. I mean that. Being I don't know. Said, you've bet on every horse before. Well, <laughs> I mean, that being said, if I take some advice from staff or, you know, somebody who does a win play show, do a win play show on a handful of, over the races throughout a, you know, whole card. Yeah, and with then, the
2: bet bag, the bet bag this week was kind of cool too. Yeah. So if you did, yeah. did horse that didn't come in first through twin spires, I think TVG did it a couple other. I like the way uh, you guys uh, did, it too, did it too. You
0: guys were strategic in how you did it. So yeah. you put a try out there, mm-hmm. right? And then you're like, don't take horse?
1: the, don't take the, don't win. Right.
0: It. So let's say you keyed one horse on top and he was your favorite out of all of them. And then you're like well, I think this guy can actually win it, but I don't want to take a chance on my try. So you guys threw a win bet out there, and if you didn't hit for it- For a second or third. Sec- yep, and you hit for a second or third, you, you get, get your money, money back. Right? Yep. But if you would have won, you lost your try, but then you just made- you know, $5 Yeah, solid, $5 on solid bet. hedge bet available. So yeah, it was super cool. And I, did, I
1: won two I like of them. It. I got two of them
2: back, so yep. that helped. Yeah, that was that was an interesting uh, angle. I'm all for if, uh, like I said, if the favorites out there. I can't beat the favorite. Maybe, maybe he can be beat, but he's definitely going to be in the exacta And it's only going to pay six dollars instead of five because it comes the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I've had an eight to one win the race with a strong chalk second right. for a twelve dollar exacta, and then I look and go shit eighteen dollars to win. I yeah. should just I should have spent that six dollar exacta that I was betting and just put it on the win place and show or just the win bet or on the eight to one. You just hit
0: all in third. And play the try for a dollar.
2: <laughs> I'm saying if the favorite if the favorite gets yeah not no, no, second it, right? You're yeah. trying to beat the favorite. So. Yeah, I
0: mean most times too. Even though it's a stupid bet, you know if I if I really think that the favorite's going to win and I really feel strongly that the second place horse is also going to win, I'll just go and exact a straight. You know for five ten bucks whatever. And you could do that. You know, and that's the only Sorry. way that you ever get your. Your investment back on like a three to five favorite with you know a four to one behind it because it's a you know seven dollar try or seven dollar yeah. exacta right you get seventy bucks you know it's like you got to pump it for the higher dollar yeah price. you have to bet higher so yeah. I mean there was there were very few of those races in the Belmont card because it was so stacked you know the only one that yeah. I wish I would have done that one was actually the Belmont stakes race <laughs>
2: it's like the only one that I wish <laughs> right. I would just you know bet Should higher on the, put the favorite yeah
0: but um we all had that same mentality trying to beat the favorite.
2: I will say that uh, it was definitely a different set of races on Saturday without Ired at the track. Uh, obviously, he had that spill. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be okay. Uh, but he had that bad spill on, uh, was that, was on Friday, right? But give it yeah. up to Jose. Yeah, Jose. It, Jose, I well, so, mean, yeah. uh, Fleming had yeah.
0: a horse of his. Uh, who else had one? I mean, he uh, just, I have
2: to think now. He had
0: like five winners. The, Ired would have ridden five horses at one on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was
2: five winners, yeah. two thirds. Yeah. Five, one I mean, or like two just, thirds, maybe? The he seven I mean, mounts that he had in the stakes
0: races. I who knows how it would have broken sure. down? But I mean, I'm thinking that IRAD would have had a huge day. And, and I No, mean, that's no a offense to anybody day. else.
2: IRAD, yeah. obviously, one of the right. best jockeys obviously, in the country, if not the best at this point right now. It, you put him on any of those mounts other than, and again, not taken away from anything, all the jockeys right. that picked up those mounts that the trainers went to were solid jockeys, yeah. great pickup rides. Right. And you got five out of, you know, five out of eight or five out of seven winners. Yeah, I mean, it was just just crazy. So, I mean,
0: can you imagine if he's racing? That's a a lot of money in your pocket at the end of the day, you know? So
2: Yeah. But what's more important is that he's safe and everything was good. Yeah, It it really was a weird, weird week. Super weird week. Santana, Ricardo Santana Santana had a little spill.
0: um, Kendrick. Kendrick broke his ankle. Kendrick broke. I mean, it was... Yeah, uh,
2: Kendrick too. Yeah. it was just a bad weekend with with accidents and this like reinforces everything we've talked yeah. about with the with the crop rule right you know, like imagine not you know, being able uh, to just imagine the the situation. Ric- Ricardo's Ricardo's yeah. horse if he didn't have the whip to be able to do what he was Trying to keep going on out there. I mean, he yeah. busted through the rail and took out about, you know, 15, 25 feet of rail out and then ran on the inside right. by himself. And, uh, you know, they had to stop the race because Ricardo was still down. So, you know, albeit, thank God everybody was, you know, good and healthy and, and there's no serious major injuries yep. no they'll all be back.
0: And this is what I go, it goes back to what I tweeted this week. I don't know if you guys saw it, but, you know, jockeys are. Some of, the, I mean, first of all, they're one of the strongest, most impressive athletes in my opinion. Pound you know, for pound. pound for pound, these sure. guys are going out there. Number one, they're maintaining weight all the time. They're getting on mounts that are obviously super dangerous. I mean, if you saw Irad's helmet, his helmet took a hoof from the other horse yeah. and indented mm-hmm. his helmet, a helmet that's made to withstand that. Yeah. And it
1: stitches through his helmet.
0: Extremely dangerous job. One of the most dangerous jobs out there, but yeah. they go out there every mount for entertainment of the public. And mm-hmm. they do it with a smile on their face. You know, I saw yeah. Irad and Kendrick after two pretty big injuries, you know, setbacks that you're going to be out for a little bit you know, still being able to smile through it. So it's also very impressive and people need to give a little bit more respect
2: to these jockeys. Absolutely. I, I compare it to NASCAR and I'll say that NASCAR has now it those guys when they're in those those cars are like there's so many safety precautions that they have put in place just in the vehicle alone. And then you take in the effect of how they've like buffered these walls now to where they have give to it so the car's not, yeah. you know, just becoming an right. accordion and just collapsing. So y- you take that just consider what they do, NASCAR drivers do, on a daily basis. Now, add that to what the jockeys do on the back right. of a live horse that, <laughs> yeah. that, that has <laughs> yeah, a mind it's of crazy. its own. Not Without a car the that protection. You, right. You not know. a car that you're steering. This is a horse that has a mind of its own. Yeah. Uh, a live Animal that you're on top of that and anything you take can happen, crop,
0: and then you take the crop away from them. And if you if you take a yeah. look at it, it's like if you're comparing it to NASCAR, let's just take the emergency brake away from these uh these NASCAR yeah. drivers, so that you True. know if something happens, you can't pull on that brake and, and yeah, stop. Take
1: take the steering wheel know? away from them. It. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck. yeah, it's like what <laughs> are we talking about? Shit. You
0: know, it's like. Yeah, that's that's kind of the severity of it. I mean, know, I
1: wouldn't like. want to fall from six feet. You well, know? and not to mention <laughs> these guys are at speed. You know? yeah. and they're 118 yeah. pounds. Yeah. yeah, these
0: guys are 118 pounds falling off a horse
2: at full speed, 40 miles an hour, dodging get other kicked hooks. in the head from yeah. that. <laughs> <horse>. <laughs> dodging ton ton animals coming <laughs> at
1: you. It's <laughs> like, insane. You know what are we think, talking about? Yeah,
0: you know a racing commission should know better than to just make a rash decision. For sure. Definitely, Shout out to
1: all the jockeys. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: they definitely need to come to the table before they make a decision and really talk to the jockeys beforehand.
2: Since I was three years. Old till now, still an admiration of what these guys do on the back of these animals week for, week to week. Just totally yeah. impressed with, yeah, with I the mean, jockeys.
0: That, like I said, even the weight thing is impressive to me. You know, like to maintain a yeah. weight, a, a single weight all the time. To guys make sure are so,
2: I mean, like I said, they're, they're just so fit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. These guys yeah. are just so muscular. So inch. much self-control, too. I mean, like,
1: if I wasn't, like, five pounds less, I'd try it out. You, know? <laughs> it's not, you said 500? What'd you say?
0: Do these guys have to go, you know, and maintain the weight and eat healthy and sometimes maybe not eat at certain times where right. I can't go, you know, a half hour without eating something. So it's yeah. like...
1: Beamer, like Be- Be- you could right? a
2: Beamer, you could do the harness racing. I mean, there's no weight limit there. It's just yeah, kind of like yeah. fulcrum points. So, you know, they've got guys... I'm pretty good at handicapping that, too.
1: Picking those winners. Yeah.
2: Maybe that's uh, you know, another angle for you, second career for for being. <laughs> yeah. Going in the harness racing.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's just impressive what they do and I'm glad that we can start getting some jockeys on the podcast and, and start giving them the their dues. Yeah,
2: it was fun last week with Eric and next week we're looking at uh everything goes well. Declan Carroll will be on here from yep. Arlington Park, one of the jockeys out there for the current meet he'll be on the podcast next week so we're looking forward to that Yeah, I'm well. really
0: excited about that one
2: a
1: couple more after that coming up too as well
0: yeah we might yeah. have some more in the in the works so
2: yeah i mean we hopefully we're getting on some trainers maybe some jockey agents uh continue to go through the jockeys throughout uh you know different i, I like that we're going through different uh racetracks as well Me right too. so we got the new york circuits we're going to get uh through the midwest circuit probably hopefully be able to get to some of the florida circuits as well down at Gulfstream. so yeah, different interesting perspectives from each yeah, one.
0: Yeah, and every track is different, you know? Absolutely. So you can, it's it's kind of cool that you get a, a different outtake on what jockeys maybe look at when they're riding. You know, like New York is a speed track. You know, they're always, you be towards the front. Maybe Arlington right. is, actually, I know Arlington's a speed track as well. You yeah. want to be in the front. You want to be in the front. Um, Gulfstream I mean, Gulf might be interesting, too, if we get somebody. They do Gulf change. Street, it's, you know, yeah, they, they, they
2: do change. It's nice to know the guys that run the certain circuits and, and what they're familiarized with, and they know, like, obviously, they've been there before, and... They know what's going on at their home. Should
1: be speed yeah. too. It's, it's, it's supposed to be hot this weekend, so it's going to be scorching.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Possibility for rain. I I think every day right now that I look in the weather, it's like possibility for rain. There's like always a possibility. <laughs> it's a so ten percent chance. Of it would rain. actually be a good yeah. thing there. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody needs a lot of rain. Yeah. Right <laughs> it's, it's been really dry. Uh, well, let's go ahead and let's move on in. Yeah. Let's go it. right to the handicap. And so we are going to do Arlington. We're going to go to the the jewel of the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping and praying this is not the last year for Arlington.
0: There's speculation that maybe something can be done to continue to have the park, but yeah. I mean, it's looking pretty. What's the reason? Right uh, so Churchill,
2: Churchill Downs uh, owns Arlington basically, and in a nutshell, they want to move on from that track. I think they want to focus on more of the Hawthorne. casino at Hawthorne for yep. Illinois racing, and uh, Arlington, which has been there for I mean just the longest time. Yeah, um, it's a lot of history there. Tons of history. Yeah, It's just a great, you know, I, I talked to other people that have been to other tracks, and I've never been to Santa Anita, so I know that's a beautiful yeah. track to go to. Uh, Saratoga, the Spa, is a great track. The New York tracks are, are nice. Gulfstream yeah. looks beautiful. Keeneland's uh, Immaculate. Immaculate. But I hear everybody say like Arlington's like you know some people even put it in the top two or three just for like the the grounds and how the the track is kept with the turf course. It's great and the paddock. Dirt. It's just just the whole ambiance there. It's fantastic, and to possibly lose that track is really going to be an injustice right. to to the thoroughbred industry because it is a great track, and I love it that it's that's close by that we can go mm-hmm.
0: to. Yeah, now we are gonna have to drive two hours instead of
1: like know, two and, an hour and a half. 20, yeah,
0: you know, so whatever. But uh, yeah, I hope they do keep the track.
1: What's two and, and a half? Indiana Grand Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Hawthorne.
0: Indiana's and in, I don't know how long that is. It's not. It's well, away no,
1: Indiana would be farther. That
2: would yeah. be. That would be probably a good five or six, maybe. I mean, if you wanted to go out to to see like Ellis Park or you want to go to Churchill or you wanted to go to I'd Keeneland. rather go to like,
0: yeah, Kentucky, you know, you're like, yeah, if you're going that Churchill, way, you might yeah, as well just go
2: well. all the way. Well, right, yeah,
0: right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Stop off. Nothing <laughs> against
0: Indiana Grand, but I mean, I'd rather go out, to, <laughs> right. you know, go hang out at Churchill Downs for a yeah. little bit.
2: I, I'm just saying, if you're going to make the, if you're going to make the jaunt, yeah. go to one <laughs> that matters. So, uh, and maybe Keeneland is something here in the, uh and later in the season here when the summer meet starts late, but it'd be a good one to go to as well. well let's cross our fingers that we
0: get uh some more racing uh, after this year from Arlington
2: can only hope so. So well, let's go. We're going to go to Arlington. We're going to go to the third race for Saturday. It's a seven for a long race. It's a eight thousand claimer. It's for three year olds and upwards, which have started for a claiming price of five thousand or less in 2020 2021 or a claiming price of eight thousand. It's a smaller field, right? Yeah, yeah, seven horse field.
0: Yeah, usually that's right around that eight seven eight. They have some races where they have more. But- yeah, I think it's
2: you're looking at seven to ten. Yeah. Pretty consistently though, so uh, that's what you can kind of look for for the fields here. I'll, seven looks like seven. Yeah, seven this race. Uh Kid, you want to go ahead and shoot it out here?
0: Yeah, I can. Uh, I'll start it out. So in this race, I think there's one true favorite. Um It's it's hard to it's going to be hard to beat this horse. He's coming off of five wins in a row. Jay Love, Jareth Loveberry gets the gets the mount. It's a pretty classy horse in terms of like the speed figures. If I look at the speed figures, he's he's ridden some really good races. 92 84 80 90 83 and he's coming first by some distance you know so yeah he likes the distance um it's on turf so or it's not on turf so it's a little different but um route to sprint rate that percentage for the trainer is 20 percent. so going from a mile in the 16s with she wrote uh wrote last time shortening down to seven furlongs i like this horse chances
2: yeah. It's a pH factor.
0: Yep, pH yeah. factor. Sorry about that.
2: You know, Jareth uh Lawberry's having a great meet right now. Yeah, he's at, a at Arlington, so he's having a fantastic. I think it's hard to get away from the two. This is the race we just kinda talked about. Here's a favorite we know is gonna be really, really chalky. Right. Really, really chalky. One so if, to you're, two. if you're gonna bet this race, you gotta find some value somewhere else to put it in an exotic. Single I don't, in a
0: pick three, maybe single yeah,
2: in maybe a pick you do, four. Maybe this is a single four, you know? pick
1: three, or pick four. It's a good possibility. Seven horse race. You can yeah, I can see it happening.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the horse is just dominating. Yeah. That last race uh was taken off the turf and he just, you know, on yeah. the dirt ran one by ten links in a uh non winners, so same conditions as we're looking at right now. And Larry Ravelle is a say. great, a yep. great, uh, a great meet so far.
0: It's a deadly combination. Um, right now, I haven't watched enough of Arlington Park to really know what the combinations are there. I know they get a ton of different trainers, and jockeys are all pretty much the same there. They kind of move around a little bit, but
2: yeah, um, I see the same some of the same faces and names that you know that were there last yeah. year. So, so
1: yeah, I, I would have went with the two as well. Um, it was hard for me to get off that horse. Um, it honestly was, I mean, what's not to like about it. Right. Really? If you think about it, five, five, five races in a, in a row, row, five. Yeah. Where do you see value? If from? I was going to, if I was, I mean, I wouldn't even go value. I mean, when a seven horse race, I mean, it's going to be hard. I'm going to go with the six. If I took another horse, I'm going to, I'm going to take the six can't hide for me. Mm-hmm. You got Larry Ravel on that horse or Ravel. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the um, second horse for the yeah, trainer. Like yeah. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Same as, same as the other one. Um, got a couple wins under his belt. He's hitting the board. pretty. Yeah. Consistent. He's hitting the board. Um, the one race that did stick out to me was four, about four races back. I loved how he cleared. He went six, six. He was in, he was in six, six, fourth. Then he just then he, just like clo- three, then he uh, outside run to clear. I mean, had a clear run at the at the at the end. And uh,
2: that was that claiming five thousand condition. Correct. Yep. Yeah. I think it was at Turfway Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty three speed figure in that race, but you know he was only six by three lengths, right? right. He wasn't yeah. like six by twenty lengths. He's gonna he's gonna be close to the pace. The race after that, same thing at Turfway, he was, you know, six by six length, six by four. I
1: I smell a two, six, two, six, all try. (laughs) Two, six, all. Two, six, all try right there.
0: I like the, I mean, I like the six. Um, The one thing that stood out to me when I was looking at, because I do have a a check mark actually right by this horse as well. Jareth Loveberry actually rode this horse previously, and he's jumping onto his other horse. I know, obviously, since I already took the two and kind of talked about him. You know, this isn't a bad horse either because mm-hmm. Chris Amy is a great jockey as well. So it's not like he's losing anything on that. He's getting a great jockey to back it up. I think you could see some, some yeah, prices on he that. He's
1: moving up in distance from six and a half to six and a half. He's going to set seven furlongs. So I mean, yep. He's coming up a little bit. Um, but like I said, I'm still not picking him over the two. I'm still, still going two six. It's, yeah. yeah.
2: It seems like a key in yeah. the two For sure. up, yeah. Right. But I am going to go with the five here. I like can't say no. Big question mark. Now it's, it's, It's Julio Felix on him for uh, Mark Christel. I like, if you're going back here, the horses ran at uh, Turfway Park, Keeneland, Churchill Downs, and Arlington Park this year. So he's been over uh, an array of different tracks. He's running 10,000 condition races and allowance 5,000. And somewhat competitive, okay? Out of an 11-horse field, uh, came in second by a half length back in Keeneland, which I kind of like that race for the uh, uh, claiming 10,000 non-winners of two, and then came back and followed that same condition at Churchill Downs and was also second with uh, Arietta, who I do like Francisco Mm Arietta as a jockey because he's very consistently in the money. If you look at the last race, that was state bred for 25000 another condition race, non-winners, and that race was uh, over a course of six furlongs. If I can scratch out that race because it was state breds only, uh, which he didn't really run that great, I see some consistencies with how this horse can still be close and, uh, and near the pace, and still be able to finish. Going to be a little bit probably farther back, but definitely going to be able to make a move. And like I said, I do like the distance here that we are going the seven furlongs because he's been running six furlongs, six and a half. So I like the little added distance. I like getting off state breads and bringing it back to open company. I think this is more value here for me from a dollar standpoint. If I'm going to put a try, I think I may put this one in second and then try to do it, maybe do an all in third and try to get some value. We'll see what the odds are come race day.
0: I did like um, the four a little bit with Rocco Bowen on him. It's a. I looked at him. Barco- baroque? baroque,
2: baroque, yeah, baroque. Okay, so. like me, I'm going to be baroque. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, an all no,
1: that's an all or nothing horse for me. It yeah, really it is. I, lo- I looked. I looked at him and I was like, ah, it's all or nothing, and I don't see him beating the two. So but, I don't see so. him
0: beating the two. Um, if we're throwing in, you know, maybe some horses. Maybe you do a five dollar, you know, exact a straight with the two on top with three horses behind it. You know, maybe that pays dividends. I'm not sure, but. One thing I know about Rocco Bowen is he rides so hard and he's ridden at so many different tracks that like just switching. I know he's a little bit newer to Arlington. It doesn't mm-hmm. phase him. He rides so well. He knows how to ride this track. He knows he's ridden the horse already. Didn't fire last time at a mile in the 16th. So you're shortening up a little bit. But just strictly off the jockey on this one, I think Rocco can, can get a horse up in the second and make a... At least make a decent payout.
2: Well, I I, I do notice. Obviously, everybody knows that the two beat him considerably last right. time, right? He was twenty one lengths. Yeah, off
0: but the he lead. beat everybody. I was gonna say. I know beat he beat everybody.
2: everybody right. <laughs> the, the only thing that held me back from Baroque here, and I, I love Rocco Bowen, obviously, is the fact that the the last race is the same conditions as we're looking at right now. It was just eight. So eight thousand,
0: but a mile and a sixteenth. I you I know, get so it. You
2: shorten up. I get it. Two races over Arlington is not like the surface. Right. I, I just don't think the horse is taking it to the surface like he did at Hawthorne. So, so he's to also me, running
0: that's, at a thirty-one thousand dollar well, thirty-one
2: thousand allowance non-winners of winners the two I can and a state bread. I can Dropping I can draw a line. 8, I can draw a line through that one. Right. The, the last race was the same, only for a mile on the sixteenth and. Mm. Was in it maybe until maybe the three quarter mile, maybe a half mile, and he was still five lengths off the pace when he was third by five. I right. I just like to see a better trip over the surface.
0: I agree. I, I would. I wouldn't him. say that this is my front runner by no means. You no, know, I know um, so. It's I'm, just I, like, I'm just trying to get value, and I think that
2: Rocco can. I push think. A horse I think and me there, and Cino
1: you know? put our necks out there. I, I went two six all. He went two five all. What do you think, kid?
2: I probably go two. With the four, five, six, with the four, five, six try. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, two <laughs> sounds, sounds like, like a, a kid, winner right there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I like the two. I like the four a lot just because I think Rocco will ride hard and get up yeah. into the money. And then I do like the six too with, yeah. you know, Larry Ravelli's other horse. So, I mean, two with the four, six.
2: This could be a <laughs> tote board try for me because if the four goes down to like three to one or something, something ridiculous, I won't even use them. Yeah. You know, if I'm not getting value, I can't put them in. So
0: but like I said, if you want to go and play a horizontal wager, you know, mm-hmm. this might be the one, to single in the pick four, or pick. Absolutely. Five. You yeah. know, I know they do that <laughs> what was it, a pick eight or something like that? The or two pick, you're you're referring to, right? <laughs> is it a pick fourteen? <laughs> you gotta pick
2: two weeks in a row or yeah, something. Yeah, like something crazy. Uh yeah, so you have you have pick three and this is the start of the pick six. Yeah, so pick six. So maybe if you're gonna If you start a pick crazy, six, I'm probably gonna the, put the two on top.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it does come in bomb and just changes everything
2: <laughs> that would be ridiculous maybe yeah, maybe right. do one ticket with the, the might five, as well just four five all. and six might <laughs> just say all no you, you got to find your options to throw a key in there and yeah, this is a it's a two it's a two it's the definitely the race to be able to key yeah i agree let's go on to the fourth race uh five furlongs on the turf this is a claiming twelve thousand five hundred. this is for three-year-olds and upwards which have never won two races
1: uh i'm gonna go ahead and let beamer go ahead and take the first shot at this one I'm going to throw a dart here at the one. I like Smoke and Richie. That's no, um, that's no dart. Well, I, I mean. That's a solid bet. I'm pick. taking a huge risk on the one Larry Rovelli. He's going to be the odds-on favorite, but I'm for, taking a huge <laughs> risk here. <laughs> for you listeners out there, uh, this is a turf race. I'm not the best when it comes to calling turf races. So that's why I'm throwing a dart. So I'm going to go with Smoke and Richie. I do like got three races under his belt. A first, a six, and a second. Nothing, not not a whole lot to complain about there. Never raced on grass. I know Joe and I go back and forth on this one. Discard uh, it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Throw it out the door. Throw it out the
1: door. Yeah. Um Other than that, I mean, there's not not, not a whole lot to dislike about the horse. He coming off his last race, uh, finished second. He did have a duel at the end, a uh, yield it sounds like he hold, held up and uh who is who won that one? Nobody He,
2: he gave way, yeah. Nobody yeah, listens to Nobody him. listens. Just gave way at the end. Just battled and then just kinda like yielded back.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: it was Deshaun Parker on him last time. Yeah. I mean the one that was thing in Indiana. I, yeah, and the one thing I like about this horse, and I had a question mark by this one, is that you know, he's dropping from thirty-four and a half or so thirty-four-five. Starter allowance. Um, starter allowance race, mm-hmm. and now yeah, you're going to a twelve-five. Yeah. So I mean, he's dropping in. I guess you could say class a little bit, and you're going to have a horse that looks like he likes to run in the front. And so, if you're going to shorten up the distance, or you're, actually, you're going a little. No, you're shortening up the distance a little bit, right? It's at five furlongs, five furlongs, long, five, five and a half. I guess last yeah. race was as well. You know, if he gives him a good trip, I, I don't see why this horse can't hold on from first. You know, gate to wire, and then with Larry Revelli on, I mean, training it.
2: Yeah, he, he, he's, and he's I didn't see, can get him out front.
1: I didn't see another horse that could actually he. Uh, going off his last race, he yielded, he pulled up at the end. I don't see another horse in this race that actually can beat him. We'd
2: well, say he gave up. He just kind of yielded. The horse came, came aside him and passed him and, and he gave, let the other horse take off. He didn't fight. Yeah. He, he wasn't gamely at
1: the ring yeah. or anything like that. So I, like the, I do like the five and a six. Um, I just didn't like the five and a six to beat the one.
2: Yeah. When I'm looking at this kind of a race, I like the sprints specifically on the turf. Uh, For me, it's going to have to be get out front and get out there early. Mm -hmm. I like the angles that are cut back in distance. And that's where I go with the two cookie rule with the five. I like two cookie rule. Yeah. I like that he's shortened up. I like that he has the the early speed uh, indicators here. I'm not too impressed with the two indicators that he had from a speed rating at 65 and 66. I think this is where the value is at. I think he likes the turf. I, I think the turf is more... Where this horse is suited, they've run a couple on the dirt. He's had kind of mixed results on that. The horse now at, at, at this stage of the game of the three-year-old is now functioning as, as solid as I think is a turf horse, which was probably his best outing at 12,500 on when a two, which is exactly where we're, we're sitting on for this mm-hmm. race here, too. So same conditions, uh, two back. I like two cookie rule. Declan Carroll, right? Going to be on her next week. I think Declan's going to be able to go ahead and ride this one out in considerable form. I love the cutback in distance. I love going two turns and going back to one. I think this is a horse that I'm going to definitely put in my exotics and definitely key in any of the horizontals. Uh, it's out of Bodemeister, which, I mean, there's another little angle here from a breeding standpoint that I do like. And the horse has a lot of opportunity here. So with what I believe is a horse that broke his maiden and finally found the right conditions to be able to do that, went on turf, ran really good, shortening up the distance this time. Forget about the last race of 75000 throw that race completely out, even though he did have a nice brief jaunt early on. But uh, I'm going to go with the five. Two cookie roll. I like that pick.
0: Um, I landed on the six in this race, Fixico. This is another uh, Jareth Loveberry horse and Larry Ravelli combination. So, um, hopefully they have a good day together. But this horse is out of Union Rags, which I kind of caught my eye here because um, that's a big takeaway for me is what the breeding is. I like that angle, and yeah. I like that last race. I, I mean, he ran his best race last time out. Granted, it was at Hawthorne.
1: His so last three was, were pretty pretty good. Yeah, they're, they're all maidens. So yeah,
0: race. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but this last one, I mean, he ran an eighty one buyer speed figure. And I mean, he literally wired the field and right. he didn't look back. So I like that aspect of it. I like that Jareth Loveberry's been on in the last two mounts. And then Florent Giroux was actually on him a mount before that. And then Loveberry on him two two times before that. But
1: Moves up in class, never raced on grass.
0: Uh, he's actually, well, so yeah, I mean, he's at 16,000, made in claim. He's actually moving down in class now because this one's, what is this one? 12.5? 12.5,
2: 12,
0: 12, yeah. Yeah, so 12.5. So he's going down in class a little bit. And uh, like I said, the trainer percentage, you got a 42% in the money. So I like that aspect as well. And I also was looking at that first time on grass. He's at 14%. So that's not anything crazy, but it's, you know, I like that angle a little bit on top of 90 plus days away coming back. He's yeah. at 34%. Yeah. So
2: And 30% from, from dirt, dirt to turf. Yeah. I'm going with the six fixico. Hopefully Jareth LaBerry has a double. I I do I did like the six. The only thing I didn't like was the fact that it, you know, uh, five times out the break, it's made and finally broke it at 16,000. And that I do like the 110 and four win in that maiden race right. at 110 and four for six furlongs back at Hawthorne. I mean, First look, time out the, this year, though. Uh, and
0: even awesome. the speed figures, too. I mean, he's running 22, 23, yeah. 22, 23, 23. So you know he's going to go to the front.
2: It's yeah. just, can he hold yeah. on?
0: You know, that's exactly. the question.
2: And I think Larry's doing what he can to, to get him out the gates. He had a, a nice bullet workout there on March 28th at uh, 36 and one.
0: I think they're thinking that he's going to go out there and maybe that six long is just a little bit too long for him. So, they're shortening up to five I, and he's just going to wire the field. I am I correct here? Point.
1: Ravelli's never had a uh, horse on grass? This no. horse. This, this horse. This horse. Yeah, this so, horse is on yeah. grass.
2: Horses' first time on the grass yeah. so it's 14%. Yep. That's what okay. So first time he has a, has a horse going to grass for the first time. And I think a, surf, a surface, we've talked about that. I mean, we keep talking about every mm. podcast, right? A surface change is a surface change. It's some horses that run on dirt actually like the grass. There's really no difference for them on how they feel and how they're running on it. Right. And vice versa. I've gone away from that angle to say they never run on grass. So they, there's no way they can win because it's burned me many times. And actually, there's a few this weekend that actually did just that. First time on grass or first time off grass. So I'm just dismissing that whole never-been-on-grass kind of rule. So, all right, I think we're kind of on key the same way we were uh, the first race that we were talking yep. about. Yeah, We're all in the same three, so that, that's pretty good. Uh, let's go on to the fifth race, six furlongs. This is a uh, $20,000 for three-year-olds and upwards which have never won 9800 once other than maiden claiming starter or state-bred allowance or which have never won two races or claiming price of $20,000. i am going to go ahead and kick this first one off here for you guys. So, I like the feel here considerably because it's a little... A little deeper. We got eight eight horses this race. And what I was really looking for from this perspective was who I thought was gonna be able to do the conditions of what I th- I see speed, right? The conditions are gonna be speed driven for Saturday. I went with the eight to fever. This is uh nice Roman, Con- Roman nice Constantino pick. for uh Hugo Rodriguez. This horse is coming off two two times out this year. Not didn't ran in two thousand nineteen, did not run in twenty twenty. First comes back in May of of 2021 with some considerable good workouts that he had in April. First time out, goes ahead and wires the field for a 21,800. Uh, that was state bred as well, and then the same conditions second time around, won that one. Just just missed two back, won this last time out by a half a length. The horse is definitely going to go to the front, two buyer ratings of 84 and 86, definitely going to have the options from the outside to go directly to the front again. So I'm seeing this horse is geared up to possibly you know wire this field. I try to look and see if there was anybody that was going to go with them, who was going to contest them, and what those fractions would kind of look like. And looking at it, everybody else likes to sit in a stalking position. The only one that could possibly maybe go up maybe might be the five, but I don't think they're going to actually send him. I think they'd be more, like I said, the stalking trip, and then the rest are kind of closer. So uh, I'm going true speed, lone speed in this race with the eight to fever to wire the field.
0: I like that
1: pick. I like that pick. I like that pick. I was- a big
2: circle around that eight.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, that's, I, I was going back and forth between that. Let me correct myself. There was no back and forth. I, I, I went with the eight as well. But if I'm going to throw a dart here, I'm going to go on with the six with the eight. So I'm going to take eight on top, and then I'm going to go with the six with a Wiley Poyote. Yeah, Wiley Poyote. Wiley Poyote. Poyote, yes. <laughs> Julio
2: Felix. I think you're smoking peyote <laughs> if you think he's going to win this.
1: He, no, I don't think he's going to win. I, I'm still going to take the eight up top, Um, put the six in second. Chris Block, trainer. You got Julio Felix. On the as a jockey you got city zip i like city zip i don't know if you guys remember city zip yeah um great sire too. Yeah, yeah yeah coming off a sharp workout on june 5th his last race if you're gonna go off of that he flattened out at the at the end i'm, I'm throwing like i said i'm throwing a dart when i when i say second for this horse but mm-hmm. like uh if i'm gonna go back to the first i'm, I'm gonna say the eight's gonna pull this off it's gonna be easy win i don't see anything i don't see any other horse
2: i had question marks and then i took it off of my ex, of my exotics um i know the optional claiming 40,000 now winners a two three back with that 90 90 buyer rating i like his first time out in january mm-hmm. i did like that i just didn't see anything coming back the next two races that kind of spoke to me i i don't know what happened two races back let's take the turf races off let's just let's talk about first time over the track at arlington park just kind of ran around didn't really make any much of right. a move so um, i just had taken them off my like yeah, different.
0: I think you have to go three starts back to really make a case where you ran that ninety, 90 speed. speed. Yeah, that yeah. ninety speed figure. You know, he's I mean, he's riding in thirty eight thousand dollars allowance and then forty thousand open company. So, I mean, that's nice. You know, you're dropping in class a little yeah. bit. Yeah, just a little a, bit. It's you know, a small
2: but, class drop,
0: uh, but still a class drop. And um, I think he, if I'm going to throw him in the exotics, you're going to get a nice price for him. He might not be a bad angle just to throw in for even third place. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, I was looking at this race. I bounced back between two horses. Um, this one I landed on Declan Carroll. He's riding number one Merlin Song. Okay. Um, I like this pick because if you looked at that last race, and this is what I'm truly going after, um, because I obviously did like the eight. That was my number one, but to get some value, I think Declan's got a, a pretty good shot here. He's ridden at the six furlong, six and a half, five and a half, so right around there. He's ridden at the mile, but that last race, if you look at it, he finished second but he had to go five wide Mm -hmm. to finish second so if i'm thinking that this horse is taking steps up which he is in the buyer speed figures yeah Um, i'm thinking that if he makes a a decent step forward and doesn't have to go five wide this race he might be able to fall he did beat up the five
1: he did beat the last race lost to manhattan was in that race
0: it's a stretch for me, um, but Declan's a good enough jockey that I like him on pretty much any horse that he races. I know that he's yeah. he's another jockey that rides. They all ride hard. I, I got to stop saying that, but I just like the way he rides because you know I bet him on horses that I thought maybe were completely out of it and they yeah. end up winning. So I just like that style of him. I know that he's he's very hungry. He's young. He's ready to go. So um, if I'm looking for a price, this is gonna be my. Uh, my pick for the one.
2: The, the positive for me is that two trips over the Arlington surface, liked it both times. Two lengths off and three quarters of a length off, uh, third and second um, accordingly. So two great races at 78 and 81 buyer ratings. I think you I have to put them definitely in yeah, the, the, the odds. Ex- sure. And I think you also need to just make sure you're not throwing out this five right. out try trifectas because I think Loss of Manhattan is definitely And that was horse. the other one that yeah, I you, had. You've got to consider that. I know that the one beat the five last time. But Lost in Manhattan, this is the, I want to say, the the meaty part of the curve for this horse. Mm. You know, the the lower grades, of 15,000, the 25,000, the higher grades that he's ran. 20,000 is his his jam, right? His non-winner right. conditions is where he always wants to be. Loves the surface. First time over the course this year, one by four lengths with Chris Emmy, And then comes back at six and a half furlongs, comes in third by two lengths. Uh, similar same conditions, 88 buyer rating and 79 buyer, buyer rating. The horse is definitely in prime. Good form right now. Uh, five times out this year, three wins, two thirds. This is this is where you want to yeah, this I mean, is where the source was. He's
0: shown consistent speed figures too, which yeah. is what I like to see. And then I also like to if you look at your form and you look at the top line for the 5, you see that prime power, it's at 126. He's the first in the field. I mean, he's got the best kick yeah. out of all the horses theoretically. So I like that as well. That's why I was kind of bouncing back and forth. I just don't know Olaf Hernandez well enough to know his running style, so I couldn't really make a judgment call, but I will definitely be throwing this horse into my exotics.
2: It's nice to know what a guy's comfortability is. Yeah. You know, if he's the front if he likes to go to the front if he likes, comes off the pace or, or if he's a stalker. Right. If you're or, aggressive, the if you're
0: sitting middle of the pack, if you like yeah. that inside move, you know, what what's your style? You know, right. so um I think us watching Arlington this weekend and a couple weekends after you know if Tyler
2: Gaffley owns on this horse. Yeah. It's perfect for him, right? Right, exactly. Stocking trip off tip, the pace. tips off the pace at the yeah. top of the stretch, comes down comes around. gobbles off the field. Exactly. So you just gotta gotta know the jockeys a little bit and But that's good. It's another solid race. We'll move on to the next race, which is the sixth, mile on the 16th. It's 4,000 claiming price. This is the first 10,000 for three year olds and upwards, which have not won a race since January 12th of 2021, or which have not won two races in 2020 to 2021. And we're going to swing it back over and let the kid take first shot at this crackpot of horses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a tough race for me. I picked three horses. I, it's really hard for me to, to land on one because I think they all, I think every horse in this field has a shot. I really like the one, but I'm going to try to go against that because I think he's going to be the favorite. I'm going to go with the five Hinton. That's Isaiah Wiseman. I, I, I've been watching him. Um, I, when I went to the track at Arlington, um, he had a decent day. I just, I saw him. I don't know why he stuck out to me. I think I, I think I actually watched a race and one off of what he hit and just kind of struck my eye a little bit more, but the horse is out of candy ride. I like that breeding.
2: Where's Stats? <laughs> yeah, 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 Where the fuck is Stats? Uh, so
0: he's that's, not here. That's Stats right there all That's day. a Stats
2: pick right there. You're welcome, Jobies.
0: <laughs> um, so out of Candy Ride, I like that breeding. I like Isaiah Wiseman, that he's been on this horse, you know, the last five times it's ridden. Uh, that last race at a mile in the 16th, I mean, he had an 84 buyer speed figure and still came in second. And on dirt, you'll see that this uh, this track is really, you have to be in the front to win. Yeah, you know you have to be in the front, front two for sure. Um, so I like that this horse goes right out to the front, sits there, and I'm hoping that Isaiah's got what it takes to get this horse in gear at the end of the stretch and just hold on because there are going to be there's going to be some closures on this one. But yeah, I don't know too much about the trainer yet, but we will get to that angle. But I mean, he looks like he's got decent stats, decent percentages, yeah. claiming 14 percent all weather, 15 percent in the money routes, 11 percent, so nothing crazy, but yeah. enough to. Let, used to let me take a shot on him. So I landed on the five hinton.
2: Just got caught last time out. Yeah. I yeah. mean Yeah. Inclusive so, uh just, just came off and beat. I think Isaiah
0: up. knows that he probably should have won that one and he's gonna get into him this time.
1: It's a good call.
2: Definitely gotta put the I think you definitely gotta put him in your exotics. Oh for sure. Yeah. Maybe
1: I had maybe the on five.
2: Top, maybe at top.
1: Where'd you go, Beamer? I had the five as well, but I'm with I'm with uh, the kid here thinking the one's going to win it. The reason why I'm just not taking the five is just because he did get caught on his last race. But then if you want to, I'm going to start with a negative here on this horse on the one, um, just to get it out the way mm-hmm. Wore down at the end of his last race took second Came on the stretch in first and then just wore down at the end. Very um, similar
0: to the five. I mean, yeah. Just, just, just getting yeah. Down, caught as a big you know? figure yeah. in the last I mean, they're race. going a mile in the 16th. Yeah. You know, so. so.
1: It's same conditions, 4,000. So if you're yeah. going to throw a yeah. dart, pick a closer in this race. But, I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to talk about the one, um, he's got Very on him. Ravelli, um, I like that combination as far as the same as the first race I picked. Brand um, second in his last race. Best all-weather speed as fastest among today's starters. I like that as well. He did fail as a favorite in his last five starts, but there's no clear favorite yet, yet yeah. as of yet. It is Wednesday. I'm going to go with the one.
2: I'll tell you what. You know, after an eight-month layoff, we took an eight months layoff for yeah. this one with Christian C, and to come out and basically, I think he just made his move a little too early, to be honest with you. I think Jared thought he was, uh, had, it, was it, he had him in a good position yeah. and took the lead here uh, uh, second call and then was coming home pretty strong. Figured he was gonna open it up and then got caught again by, by inclusive here at could the have sat a little uh, bit longer. Yeah, I think he just could yep. have sat a little bit longer. But I thought it was a good first time out after eight months off. The layoff mm-hmm. was uh you know, was necessary. The horse was actually in good form and then eight months off later, coming from September to May, I thought he ran really good. I really like this horse. Yeah. And I think this is the one that the the Rivelli Jareth Loveberry connection is really gonna mm-hmm. be strong. That's going to be a deadly combination. This is your Joel Rosario-Christophe yeah. Lamont kind of so like connection that he had in New York. This is kind of what you're looking for. A top jack, top top trainer out there right now. I think this is a really good option for the one. I was really leaning tough on the one. I think you have to consider the five, but uh, I thought my value here would be with Andreas on the 4 hmm.
0: I like that horse too. Yeah,
2: so Chris I Emmy mean, gets the he gets the mount on here, and he's got the last two times that he's been at Arlington, he's got the mount
1: second and third. That's uh, not bad.
2: Yeah, bo- both situations here were seven furlongs and then a mile and a sixteenth. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier, when you when you're when you're talking about some of these horses and and what fits them better, you know the seven furlongs just short of a mile came in second, probably needed that little race over the track surface, and that comes back for a mile and a sixteenth. And this was another one that I, I think if you look back at the race, which I did, Chris actually ran really, really well with them, and he was just running with stronger horses as well. So Inclusive, this is the same race with Inclusive and Hinton. Andreas comes in third. I thought it was a good race for him in general. I just liked uh, how he ran considerably. So the last two races, 82 and 85, I think the horse really likes Arlington Park, and he likes the surface. You know, uh, Frank Kirby, not too familiarized with him as a trainer, but I do like the percentages that he has considerably hitting the board on Claiming races, all weather races and routes, he just doesn't have a lot of opportunities. Um, this is a trend that may get more opportunities in the future, hopefully. But I think Chris Emmy has a good shot with Andreas. Hard for me to get away from the one and and the and the five that you sure. chose, right? But if I had to look for a third for a possibility, this would be the one over the surface at Arlington.
1: Yeah, if you're going to look for some price as well, look at that eight. Call the Colonel. You got Declan on that one. I can I can totally see him hitting the board.
2: Yeah, he's going to be moving. I don't late. think he's going to win, but I, I just I, again I think if we're talking about first time over the surface, you know, a third by eleven lengths. A third is a third, but I just yeah. didn't like the distance that he was out of it. Possibly, though, for like you know, try yeah, maybe super. I mean,
0: yeah, definitely throw it in your your tries or your supers or you know, if you're looking for a price, maybe exactly. Yeah, just is, hitting the board. You know, just, yeah, hitting, just, the just board hitting the board. That's maybe all. the one thing. Um, just going back to this one real quick, and I want to see what your guys' opinion was. But if you look at that one, mm-hmm. he was previously trained by Wayne Catalano. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at what he was doing before he switched over to the Rivelli Barn. Okay. I mean, if you see the speed figures, 95, 90, 89, 88, first, first, third, third, what do you think happened in that break? I mean, there's a reason I would assume that...
1: Slow down, you mean?
0: Well, I'm just saying in general, like even performance, because he was hitting the board, I mean, four out of four
2: right there that we can see. Well, he's he's running so 25,000, claimers and conditions, and then they go ahead and put him in that 50,000 handicap for the, the was it? Yep. Bucks Boy um, handicap Bucks boy. Yep. at Hawthorne. I think think something happened that race.
0: Third and second and something happened that race. Second, you know, like from what I'm seeing there, it's it's almost like it's a different horse I'm looking at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why that's why I didn't want to take the one originally is just because of that aspect of it is that you've got that huge break in what the horse was to what it is now. So I'm I'm questioning what's going on there.
1: Sure.
2: I just think that Wayne had him conditioned for where he where he should have been at, which was twenty five to fifty thousand you know, condition claiming races, optional claimers. You put him in that stakes race. I don't know what happened there, but, you know, 7 by 11 coming home was the farthest he had been probably in maybe his whole career uh, in that race. So definitely outclassed, definitely didn't make any move. And that comes back with what should be a normal right. race for him. Fast forward to, you know, nine months later, 10 months later, horse is still not where it needs to be. It's 21 right. lengths off by fourth on a $25,000 race. Now they they had him down to 62.50.
0: Yeah. Six, That's what I'm saying. Six thousand know?
2: claimers, right? And he came in third. Four thousand claimers came in second. Four thousand claimers fourth. First time out this year, they put him in four thousand, and he's second. So I think they're just getting this horse back to maybe. condition.
0: I think you know. I mean, I'm just very not what he was. When yeah, I mean, and maybe that that seventh place finish took something out of the horse, you know, by finishing just defeated the horse a little bit. Yeah, You know, I don't know. Maybe they just, I think it's a good point. You know, it's just, it's one of those things where I look at it and I'm like, it just throws a
2: question mark in my head. I'm like, what but, but even on? when he finished
1: sec- seventh, he, he, what do he finish? 80, 86 speed. You know, eighty six speed rate. Yeah, but the horse yeah. hasn't won in two years, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. In yeah. Two
2: thousand nineteen, August of two thousand nineteen is the last time it won a race. So it's just something I, I was just trying to figure you know, out what's going on at the barn. Horse is eight years you old know? too, so yeah, horse true. getting older. Probably yeah. you know, probably had some kind of condition medically that they wanted to give him the break, which they did. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I think the positive here is that after the break, ran in September, took him off, didn't run him here for uh, you know eight more months, and the first time they do, he basically moved him a little too early. And the conditions really set well for them. So now they're keeping them in the same condition, right? They're not moving them up. They're not trying to bump them up to any kind of a classier race or, or bumping them up. They're gonna get some some races under his belt, so I yeah, th- I, I think th- he fits well in this race.
0: I do too, and I I have a check mark right next to his name. I think that he can win the race. I just yes. was just that was the one thing that just threw me for a loop. I didn't know how to do it. I mean, he's got I think
1: marks. I think personally, his last race is when he's coming. I think I, I'm looking at it as a bounce back. Yeah, yeah, it's he wore down at the end, but I'm gonna still say he bounced back. He fits he, fits. he fits I mean, in an the
0: 86 game. speed figure is nice. Yeah. yeah nice i like that for arlington park too yeah. it's not like the horse
2: is never going to get back to what he was running with Wayne right catalano it's just so those i days mean are done.
0: i think like you said he fits in this field um he's got his prime power i mean he's he's got the kick it says on the form if you're reading that paper i think this is going to be your favorite anyway I mean, 129.5 for prime yeah, I mean, power that's, so that, that's
2: the call the, 129 the next one is 119 right one, right so i mean they're, they're saying that this one is the has the kick? Has yeah, the kick. yeah. He's
1: eighty six. Last race. I mean, so I think he's a
0: good horse. pick. I just I was so confused, and that's why I just couldn't sell myself on him right away. I have him for second and third, and he could probably win it. But I, he checks a lot of boxes. Yeah, for me.
1: sure. For this, saying, for this same with me,
0: I was just wondering if you guys saw what I was seeing and if we were yeah, but,
1: yeah. Track. But you know what I also see is I see his competition. There's nobody touching 86.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, well, look, look, look I, at I it, wouldn't look. just rate alone on speed figure in this race. We're
1: right. talking about a horse that It's was, a mile on the sixteenth. I mean, yeah, well, I'm, with I'm not even worried about this. Yeah, I'm just saying
2: that you're talking about a horse that ran sure in a certain class two years ago, and now you're looking like he's gone from where he's gone to to where he is now, and you go, well, now they got him in you know six right. sixty two five, exactly. and they got him in four thousand sixty two fifty and four thousand claiming. Listen. This condition fits this horse. It's just where the horse is at right Right. now. And I think he's going to do well. So let's move on to the seventh. This is a one-mile turf. Again, 12500 This is the Illinois registered for three-year-olds and four-year-olds upward, which have never won three races. So it's a condition race. Beamer, you want to go ahead and swing out on this one and give you a first option here yeah. for race
1: seven. I'm going to
2: go with. I know it's a turf race. You don't like turf a, races I, yeah. as much, but it uh, starts me first. yeah. I'm going to give insider. you that
1: turf. Turf. I like Bora, Bora Bora, Rocco Bowen over there. I liked him on the four. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't pick him though. I. I, I actually. am going to go. I was going between the five and the one here. I'm going to go with the one though. I like the dramatic kitten. The one. Um, Christopher, Brydenham, uh Fausto Gutierrez. Kitten's Joy, Dramatic Kitten. I mean, uh, coming off of two two pretty dominant wins, if you ask me, especially his last race, a mile and a 16th. I know he's shortened his distance, um, won his last race. Best turf speed is faster than any, the average of the winning speeds. So, I mean, I like that as well. As far as his speed overall, 85 speed rating. Um, I can't complain there um but it is a it is a turf race for me so i'm not the, I'm not the professional like you guys on this one but uh. i don't know about that but yeah, uh,
2: yeah t- two two races out this year twice over both at gulfstream park those are both turf races a mile and a mile on the 16th on a firm track and a good track two wins my uh, one by a length and a quarter and one by a length. And like you said, 75 and 85. Two back was it's breaking its maiden. Sure. The only thing that bothers me is it took the horse 18 races to break its maiden. And it <laughs> and, and ran on so many different variable <laughs> conditions. It ran at 12.5 at 16. Way to shut my cereal. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't, it, listen, when it comes to maiden races, like when a horse gets over the track 10 times and it's not breaking its maiden 15 times, it's hard for me. To, it's hard for me to bet a horse that can't break its maiden up to 15 times, and the conditions didn't change. So what's new with the horse, right? The only thing I will say is that when when Eduardo had him uh, as Pura, as Purura, maybe he just wasn't working the way he needed to. But as soon as he got claimed, okay, and Fausto gets him, Fausto Gutierrez gets him, back-to-back wins. Breaks his maiden mm-hmm. at 16,000. Sure. And wins in the same considerable conditions of claiming, 12,005 non winner's at two. So yeah. we're, we're in the same kind of conditions here with Chris semi aboard. There's nothing really not to like anymore with this horse, right. so I can discredit the the you know the the, the 17 <laughs> races prior to its breaking its maiden just because I don't and I really don't know anything about trainer.
1: I'll throw a commitment out here. I'm going to go one five one five all. Oh, no. okay. you're already giving out your exactus Yeah, all right. <laughs> we're good. Well, let let us get our picks in before you go ahead and start
2: <laughs> shitting and picking picking all the ones I want. So I have to start <laughs> scratching them off my. I swear I should do is just start asking what Beam likes and scratch them. That off uh, go.
0: that Florida circuit is also very tough. It's very very it's tough. it's very difficult. So I mean I can kind of. In in the defense of the horse, I think he's running against some classy horses. I mean, even though they're maiden claimers, sixteen thousand. I mean, it's not yeah. anything crazy in the in the money wise, but I mean, out of kittens' joy, you got Hector Barrios that broke his maiden. I like that angle. It's just, yeah, it's a tough circuit to run and, and win races in. So yeah,
2: I, I like mean, seeing a horse that had no clue how to win, changes barns, wins first time out, breaks his maiden, comes back,
1: wins its first time out
2: as a non maiden against winners. It goes out and does the same thing. Sure. Under under a race, it's the same condition as now. What's not to like about that? I so mean, I really
1: 117 didn't. prime power. That's a pretty dominant. Yeah. I mean, on turf. He's kicking hard.
0: Yeah. He needs that. You need that kick at the end. Yeah. You're going to come off the pace. So.
1: Okay. Not bad. Good. Like kid. Where are you at? We got the one so far. I took
0: the two. Driver Dan.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: So I did uh, not see that coming. There's a couple of reasons I like this horse. Uncle Mo? <laughs> yeah. Out of Uncle
2: Mo. Uncle which Mo. Is out of
0: Indian Charlie, which I like that. I don't know much about Albert Lopez. I mean, I'm going to say that uh, he's going to give him the rate that he needs. He rode him last time and the horse just didn't fire at all. Um, but what I'm looking at here, and this is kind of a sneaky pick for me, I think it's more of a, a price pick for me, Yeah, is that he's shortening up. He was going a mile in the 16th, he was going a mile in the 16th, a mile in 70. It's just not the distance for him. So yeah. I think that shortening up in distance, because if you look at the horse, he's he loves to go to the front. He'll go to the front, he'll try to wire the field. I think shortening in distance, maybe he can hold on. Maybe he can win. That's the angle I'm taking. He just
2: hasn't shown it at Arlington. No. Hawthorne, he's going to the front. Arlington hasn't done
0: anything. And it it could be, I mean, he's gotten every jockey that they have to offer on him. So it's not like he's got a consistent jockey on him. I'm hoping that, you know, Albert Lopez, being that this is the second mount in a row, says, okay, I know how to to rate this horse a little bit. He wants to, maybe he held him back. I mean, in that last race, he was, he broke first, second call, or first call, he was sitting first, and then he just kind of faded. He just sat there. He didn't maybe try to make a move. I don't know what happened, but.
2: Yeah,
1: Big Al needs a win.
0: Yeah, he does. (laughs) (laughs) He does. I like, like I said, this is just me taking a shot on the on paper i just like the fact that he's shortening up in distance and if he goes out to the front i've seen enough arlington races and know that if you're in the front you get a a large enough lead that if you can if you can just hold it for a little bit longer than usual you're going to take the race so this is my
1: okay
2: this is my angle driver dan the two okay interesting
1: the one it's and really the two. Sweet. What do you
2: got? You joint? got the one and the two. There were two other horses here. I was looking at the six and the seven, uh, due to the fact that they both had some kind of feel over the track and some consistency. Out of the two, which is crazy. I think the seven's dropping down a class a little bit, you know, going back down to twelve five from from twenty thousand, which more is more geared for it. If you look three back and two back, three back on the dirt, a mile on the sixteenth, second, two back at Arlington Park. On the turf at a mile, same conditions here at 12.5. Third only by a length was definitely moving late. That's what I liked about Javier Tavares coming on for this horse for Earl Hughes. I think this is probably going to be the horse I'm probably going to definitely put in my exotics. Maybe on Tattoos could be a possible key here for me with the one in some form of combinations. But tonight, I just keep going back to this six. And Cowboys' dream for me is the one that is not shown jack shit in three races this year. Hawthorne hasn't shown anything in two races at Arlington. But if you look back at that last race on May 21st, 13 lengths back at the start, horse broke horribly, worse than it's ever had before. And made up considerable ground in the same condition race at 12.5, which is what this is, on turf, which is what this is. The horse definitely likes, I think, prefers the turf than he does the dirt. I think that's going to show here, especially coming through Warrior's Reward out of uh, Medaglia D'Oro. I kind of like that angle. Made a great move. Three lengths off. I think the six is definitely going to be a nice price horse for my try. Really, really game last race. If you watch that race, he was really, really game. Came out of nowhere. Didn't hit the board but was so, so close. I mean, the the way the whole race broke down, and he was a long shot that time. I don't think you're going to get 32 to 1 on this horse next time. I think think next time, you're probably going to see him more like 10 to 1, but I like him in my supers and my tries, but I am going to go with the 7 with Tornado Boy. I'm just saying, don't. Don't sleep on Cowboy's Dream as well. Okay, I think that could be it's a good It's nice pick. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely like the one. I like the six and the seven. Your two is is sneaky oddball. for me. It's eyeballing yeah. and off. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to take that into consideration as well. I
0: do think we have to take a look at that four, two, the Bora Bora, that Beam mentioned. Rocco Bowen, again, is just one of those jockeys that I like to throw my exotics. So yeah. I won't be short on him. I will definitely be making sure that he's in second and probably third. Um, in this race, I think it's you're going to get a price. I don't see anybody really running away with this one like I did a couple other races I don't see yeah. anybody just wiring the field that I know for sure that I'd be like, yeah, I'm
2: betting this horse. So I, I just didn't like the move up in class here for him against against these horses that are already running 12-5. Right. And some of them run a little higher allowance races. There's a few that have class drops. Mostly these are just lateral moves in the same mm-hmm. race as last time. That's what you're seeing. And then you get a horse like
1: the four that's moving up in class.
2: I, I don't know. It's, just, right. it's kind of
1: an open race all around. Yeah, yeah I
2: think, yeah.
0: like I said, I think we're just going to get a bomb in this race.
1: I like the five as well, yeah. cloud to ground. It's mm-hmm. a nice looking <sighs> horse.
0: Yeah. All right, so... Betcher double yeah. and single in the race before a single in the race. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely would,
2: and I would definitely stay away from that. Probably that last race, which is a maiden race, which we're not going to cover today on the eighth race. But it's kind of nice. I want I want to make sure we gave a nice run through on the Arlington card of the fact that we're having Declan on next week. We got to talk to him about track bias and get a little yeah. insight on him as you know as a jockey.
0: I think it's nice too. I mean, we covered the Florida circuit for a little bit. We yeah, covered started out. New York. We covered a little bit of the Kentucky circuit. So you know, the only one we haven't covered is California yeah. yet, and once Mark kicks
1: off I think we'll yeah and for, for the listeners races. that don't know this is like kind of like our home home park yeah like it's, in gonna, our it's in our we're backyard in the Midwest, right? so, yeah
2: I mean, it's a Midwest track so yeah I think you're right kid you know we, we covered nice. Gulfstream we've yep. covered Churchill we've covered Keeneland we've covered Belmont mm-hmm. um, we've Aqueduct. covered Aqueduct yep. and now we're swinging back here to the Midwest and doing Arlington and then we'll probably be back out for Saratoga for that meet, yep. meet we'll, we'll go back up to Saratoga
0: spot. and then obviously Breeders Cup is going to be in California so we'll definitely be covering them this year because it's at Del Mar yeah so Yeah. I mean, we're covering all the tracks. I think it's nice to get some exposure and uh, for people at home that are betting horses, you know, they can at least pick and choose where they want to bet. And hopefully we're giving some good insight to everybody on how the tracks really break down, you know? Absolutely.
2: We've, uh, we've had some really good episodes. You know, you just don't get from your normal podcast, some angles that maybe other people don't see. And we've been able to pop some, some nice exact and some nice tries over the course of the, you know, the last three or four months and and looking to continue to do that. So
1: yeah. If there's anything any listeners want to hear you know, tag us on Twitter. Or, yeah, yeah, reach I mean, out to just us. Just interact so. with us. I mean, yeah.
0: we're we're pretty friendly people for the most part, unless you yeah. piss me off. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, yeah, definitely interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us there. Share the episode. Write a review.
1: Love to hear what, what you guys want to hear, and you know, yeah.
0: something you like, something you don't like. I mean, anything that they have to offer, I'm I'm pretty sure we're all receptive to what they want to say. But before we forget, we should talk about our uh, contest that we're going to be starting up coming up.
2: Yeah, so starting this week, I know Stats isn't here, and we wanna, we're want to we probably going to get into more of the the group contest here. But we're going to kick off a contest this week. I think what we're going to do is look for all of our picks from the Arlington Park card for Saturday. <laughs> we will have a contest for all three of us here, for Kid, Beam, and myself, uh, Joey Cnote. What we're going to do here is we're going to uh, pick three horses each race for every single race of the card at Arlington for all eight races, and then we're going to go ahead and uh, give out points awarded for Uh, If one of the three wins, if we get the exact out of our three picks, if we get the try out of our three picks, and of course, if we get any horizontal bets out of our picks, Mm -hmm. that means for pick threes, fours, and fives, there'll be points awarded. Look for that information on Twitter. We'll have that out there. We'll also have a poll going out there for people to be able to vote on on who do you think is going to win this week's contest. And uh, I guess I'm going to probably do like 100 bucks here a piece.
0: Yeah. And it'll be nice that you guys don't have to take any more shots on Malort because you guys keep losing.
2: Yeah. I'd rather lose money than take <laughs> shots on Malort, be honest with you. Yeah. So, I'm
0: sick of watching you guys take shots. That's actually a, a, that's a win all day myself. long.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was a pretty good card overall. Really looking forward for, really looking forward for, uh, you know, stats to come back.
0: Yeah, stats coming back next week, so he gets in on the action. And- he's coming
2: back from Indonesia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, he's, coming, he's coming back this week. Uh, a lot of traveling going on for yep. the kids. So.
0: Busy schedule. It happens. Um, but all of us next week in the episode with Declan Carroll coming on, hopefully, barring no setbacks. So that'll be exciting. sizzle
2: yeah, DC will be on the podcast yeah. next week We'll definitely pro- be covering another Midwest track Probably sticking with Arlington We'll stick with week.
0: Arlington next week as well And get probably some insight gears. from Declan And let him tell you how he thinks the track breaks down a little bit maybe oh. And give you some insights probably change
2: all my picks after i talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we probably just
0: picked every horse that come in last in that race there's a good chance that speak, that for change picks. speak for yourself kid <laughs> all right fine beam just picked the horse to come in last we all pick winners
2: all right uh yeah again check us out on all the social media sites You have got an email you can send us an email to it who do you like here at gmail.com just reach out to us let us know what you want to see what you want to hear what you want us to do tracks you want us to handicap uh, suggested for contests. Just put it out there. We're pretty open for anything. Absolutely. Yeah, for real. All right. We appreciate right. you guys. Appreciate everybody. Thanks again uh, for this week. And, uh, I guess I'll see you guys hopefully this weekend. I'm sure I'll chat you guys up. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. All right. For everybody here at uh, Who Do You Like Here, have yourself a great weekend. Good luck to all your picks. Hope you hit some winners. Get some cash. See you. See you.